Welcome to the Maitripa College podcast. Maitripa College is a Buddhist institution of higher education founded by Yangtze Rinpoche in 2005 in Portland, Oregon. We offer two graduate degree programs, a Master of Arts in Buddhist Studies and a Master of Divinity, and Classical Tibetan Language Studies year-round and through a summer intensive format. Founded upon three pillars of scholarship, meditation, and service, the Maitripa College curriculum combines Western academic contemplative learning and traditional Tibetan Buddhist disciplines. Through the development of wisdom and compassion, our graduates are empowered with a sense of responsibility to work joyfully for the well-being of others. They become agents of positive change in the world and are shaping the development of Buddhism in the West. As scholar practitioners, chaplains, professional translators, doctoral degree candidates, leaders in the nonprofit world, educators, and more. We invite you to join us to make your practice your life. In this week's episode, taken from our community program, Yangtze Rinpoche teaches about how enlightenment is your mind's potential. Thirty-seven uh, Bodhisattvas Way of Life uh, by Gyase Tome Sangbo. Uh, uh, so, uh, <clears throat> I received this teaching from His Holiness, and also transmission. So, maybe I will go through several verses uh, just to have this transmission. Uh, Usually, transmission only can happen uh, live, not online transmission. <laughs> so now I think uh, the reality where we are right now, so maybe online transmission. <laughs> Intention is there. Uh, motivation is there. So I think it is a, uh, good enough, uh, fundamentally. Uh, the, uh, the intention, the motivation, uh, that's the fundamental. So I'll go through several verses and you just kind of just feel the blessings or the presence of the lineage gurus and uh, feel, you know, particularly <coughs> His Holiness Dalai Lama that I received this old transmission and most of you have uh, received uh, teaching from his holiness and uh, just feel his present uh, and uh, some dedication that you can do for his long life also same time okay namo aya loge joraya kangi jogun jo meze yan joe tonan chido zun zalaman chodan chere segun la dado gozun kube cha selo Pende June Zobe Zangenam Tamju Julia Chunde Tiani Di Lalin Shela Ra Yasinam Yi Lalin Shabarja. Tenju Tujin Yaga Tobdu de Dajin Kue Solin Jel Jajin Yindam Sendu Yoa Mebani Nyansim Gumba Yase Lale. Ningi Chola Deja Chuda Yuhai Chola Shela Medaramba Langdurjebe Timu Muna Jin. Payu Pamba Yase La Le Yin 
Shindu Sizum deva zaze zibaji yunzam jiji jibi juji namyang miguru tarbe kokonju tundunye vangyaze lale tome tune dala zibaji manam duna rande jiji jadeje taye simjen juji changju simge gaze lale dunge malu dade dole jung zobe sange shembe simde jung Tijere dadi shengi dunge da yanda jeba gaze lale yin. Suda du jengi da jenur tamje chokam chodu juna yang. Lü dan longju tüsüm gebanam telam wa gaze lale yin. Up to the seventh verse, I just... Verse of a dedication, dedicating. Okay. <clears throat> so there must be many different translations of the 37 Bodhisattva's way of life. Bodhisattva's practice, I think, is a really beautiful how it put together and and uh, I will highly encourage, you know, Find your favorite verse according to where you are at the moment <laughs> and uh, uh, really, you know, bringing the inspiration, you know, so. Um, <clears throat> um, so fundamentally, um, uh, In the purpose, purpose of a, you know, I think we feel our mind. Yeah, this is this mind is functional. I'm not totally out of touch of reality. It's functional. I can analyze. I'm functioning. And uh, and uh, such a trust, and I think it's generally good. <laughs> I'm not telling you know when you become spiritual practitioner, you say, oh, I'm I'm not I'm not grounded. I'm not saying that. But I think if we kind of kind of uh, kind of trust in this conventional mind, this 
mind is like a kind of like a functional it is moving it is and then as a treating our conventional mind this one as a kind of observing and kind of like a way it kind of managing our spiritual journey and this kind of uh, perspective i think becomes a little bit obstacle and this kind of perspective can become like a much more cause of a duality so i think really appreciate way our state of our awareness really deeply appreciate but really also saying that it have a still far way to go it have a still potentials and that's the way the journey of a spiritual the journey the perspective of your spiritual journey we need to start that this mind can have a, a no limitation this consciousness this nature of a mind have no limitation although it right now may be very intelligent very very high say active and engaging and very sharp and very kind but spiritual journey is not just being like that but i think it seeing it even it can it can take more further it can you know so basically spiritual journey is not to just to avoid our day to daily uh, distraction but a spiritual journey to seeing the potential of our awareness the potential of our mind potential of our nature of our mind I, i think that's uh then i think this will really then based on this kind of a awareness as a foundation and then i think any kind of practice that we can try to deepening and clarifying and strengthening our awareness you know um so that's uh you know one one a very important part once we see feel and trying to see the perspective from this angle you know potential of your awareness potential of your consciousness potential of your mind and that's the fundamental you know that's we need to if we have a some sadhana or some verse we have to recite i think we have the potential of my mind potential of my you know in the teachings there's a buddha nature and different different label was given ultimately you know you know dharma the practice of a dharma is the practice you know is practice of a mind you know the mind that kind of like a pervasive for all the body speech all your existence in the mind which is the accountability of your karma the mind is with responsibility who accumulates karma you know you know so so really uh, <clears throat> uh you know potential of my mind you know this uh, infinite potential yes you know sometimes when you look at it how it is so uh limit is not able to stay still and is not able to uh concentrate is easy is is the mind is very easy to kind of feel hurt is easy to fall into the negative view and that's true and that's true that's also true but i feel it looks really big it looks it looks really serious 
And I think one of the spiritual practice is uh, transforming that kind of perspective. Yes, acknowledging, yes, it looks really, it's loud, it's very strong, it looks like very pervasive. But again, we need to have uh, this inner voice and telling that is not my nature or myself. Yes, I, I have the potential and I can overcome, you know, this is like a, it is not somebody's kind of like a, uh, imposing into us. Is there's lots of within the, our own self kind of creating. So we have a within the, our own self to able to dissolve. So I think one of the practice in a spiritual journey, I think, is very important of acknowledging the limitation and also. Uh, inspiring the inspir- the potential of mind, potential of self. You know? So, so, so therefore, I think the bodhisattvas. You know, the basically, I think bodhisattvas are like. You know, in the Shanti Devas, in the tenth chapter, you have this chapter in the dedication. You know, it's just like, you know, once the mind is. Uh, Concord by the, uh, the world is concord by the mind. When the universe is concord by the mind, then they make this this prayer and dedication. Like sometimes, wow, that can be disaster. <laughs> it's like extreme dedications. Like uh, like uh, sometimes, like it's so far beyond. And, and it's you know, from one our conventional mind point of view. Yes, it looks like uh, it almost looks like an overstatement, but once the individual practitioner feel the mind conquering the universe, the mind conquering the world, yes, this is a, uh, it is a, something that feel very, very inspiration, particularly going through the positive, you know, like. <clears throat> so, so my key point over here is, uh, whatever we do daily practice, whatever we do daily meditation and prayer. Uh, we need to find, we need to, at the end, we need to, I mean, like, conclude into the potential of our awareness, potential of our own mind. And this is, been, I think, constantly we need to uh, tell our own self, okay? <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, in the second verse, Pendejungne Zobe Sangenam, so in this verse basically our own enlightenment or you know I'll, of course, you all might have uh, some translations, but my, my kind of like a roughly translation, uh, the source of happiness and uh, all the joy, which is the aligned, completed enlightenment, which is uh, arising from the practice of a holy dharma, for that is required to you to knowing Lagnishyavalaran. So he's going to explain the practice of the Bodhisattva, which is the cause of enlightenment. So, uh, 
emocional pendejun ne zobe sangenams so what is the enlightenment you know now uh, what is the liberation what is the enlightenment you know we have a different uh, uh, in our daily practice we we will cross through lots of words that says enlightenment um, so this word enlightenment and we are translating as enlightenment and i'm not sure it is a right translation or not enlightenment uh, the uh, you know there is a lots of translation tr- you know kind of attempting like awakening one or yeah you know maybe when we say in english when you say awakening one literally so what what <laughs> what this means awakening you sleep and i mean like uh, it's it it you know of course, if you have already been in a Dharma world, uh, this kind of terminology world, I think it's not so very different, but it is a awake, awakening. I, I mean, like from etymology point of view, yes, it makes sense. In a kind of slipped and kind of sinked into the ignorance, so now you are awake. That's the Buddha, you know. Uh, etymology point of view makes sense. So, but anyway, the popular translation of this enlightenment, okay? So now, our daily practice, uh, we may cross through this word a lot, so what this word means to for us, uh, in a, at least the first number one, intellectually, we need to connect it with this terminology called enlightenment. And uh, intellectually, uh, it's basically telling us You know, I have the potential, or there is a, my own future enlightenment. My own future enlightenment. And of course, when you try to connecting for the enlightenment, that's there's my own future enlightenment. There's a, something like a f- uh, good end story <laughs> you know so when you watch movies there's a bad ending and a good ending you know this is basically good ending story you know basically a good ending karmic story you know in a karma you go through different ups and downs and at the end you know kind of like a this kind of like a enlightenment so so fundamentally what i'm saying over here is uh, enlightenment is the kind of another way to describe the potential of our mind. If we give some label, if we give some title, what can, what that looks like the the end result of the potential of the our mind, and that's the enlightenment. So, and uh, that is not potential or the end result based on our own our own kind of like. A, selfish kind of things is kind of like a infinite connecting with uh, all sentient beings and that there's this this kind of like a openness and uh, so so again here's the, the verse kind of like a the verse kind of saying that the source of a happiness Pembadandewa, which is the enlightenment and the enlightenment is basically title 
of our own in result of our own potential of our own mind. So not only us in the whole sentient beings. So that's the uh, in the result of the potential of our mind. So now, then, uh, maybe, uh, yeah. Uh, Maybe twenty first century enlightened being. Maybe we can visualize how him or her looks like. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, like not the uh, external, but the character. You know, I'm saying like uh, uh, that I mean, like enlightened twenty-first century enlightened being. Uh, can be working in the grocery store, <laughs> can be being kind of looking very spiritual, can be driving some car <laughs> or a bus. <laughs> so, so uh, fundamentally, what I'm saying, like uh, uh, the enlightened being, that, that enlightened being who, um, which way it benefits sentient being, basically. Which way it was going to be beneficial in being, and uh, it can be com comparable, similar like two thousand five hundred years ago, how the Buddha uh, is similar to that kind of things, or totally different. Yes, I think definitely it can be totally different. You know, it don't have to be same kind of uh, repeating. Um, so. Uh, so now, okay. So now, basically, uh, when we're doing practice of refuge, you know, when we're doing practice of refuge, uh, it's a very important to connecting your own kind of like a end result of your own potential of your mind. So basically, when you're doing refuge practice, uh, usually we start with the Buddha, that already enlightened being, that kind of connection. But the, our refuge practice, at the end, the essence of in the refuge practice, we need to feel that inspiration, our own future enlightenment, our own future uh, you know, our own in future alignment to feel that, we also need to feel the potential of our own mind that can, at the end result, can having that kind of enlightenment. And so, practice of refuge, you know, if I use very typical terminology, they call causal refuge and the resultant refuge. A causal refuge is basically how you practice the refuge practice a little bit like a Buddha Shakyamuni or like Lama Tsongkhapa or Nelarepa, those great masters who have achieved enlightenment. So you're connecting in that level. But at the end, that kind of, we can start with that kind of practice refuge, which is a causal refuge. But the, at, the, at the end is very important, very, very important. We have to, there's a sense of feeling that our own, it, Future enlightenment, the resultant refuge, and uh, and of course that that have to be kind of oriented for our own self. 
Otherwise, we think like you know who you know like I, I'm not I'm not how you say I'm not qualified to think such as my own future enlightenment. We can have this kind of inner negative voice very strong. So to avoiding such of these kind of things, inner obstacle, it's very important to the spiritual practice at the first place, connecting through. You know, acknowledging and being aware and kind of like familiarizing the potential of my mind. You know, uh, this potential of my mind. You know, so, so, <clears throat> so if the my mind have a potential to destroy me, then my mind have a potential to also enhance. If my mind have a potential to make me unhappy, my mind have a potential to make her also happy. You know, so it's a very important. The basic things, you know, basic things. Sometimes we feel out of our hand because we think something is out there. Uh, fundamentally, ultimately, our mind. You know, so practice of refuge is uh, is not so much about surrendering and somehow you 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 do a devotion and somehow. That becomes kind of like a spiritual insur spiritual insurance, and somehow the Buddha will take care of us. <laughs> it is not like that. Uh, it's a fundamentally, you know, devotion is something that I think the devotion is the lens to see the perfect lens, the perfect you know window to see. Our own potential. It looks like, on the surface, it looks like for somebody, you're devoted for somebody. Uh, but when we say faith and the devotion, it is a self-inspiration rather than. I mean, like it's naturally so-called world surrendering or that kind of like a seeing inspiration. This naturally happens, but in the essence, faith or devotion is a state of your own mind and kind of like a vibrating the potential of our own consciousness and awareness, pure state of awareness. And uh, if we not misunderstood, you know, I think the culture, when you say devotion, I think there is a lot of um, somehow misoriented our own self and so somehow we see and this is for somebody and we kind of like miss the potential of our mind and pure state of our mind falls into the blind spot and you're not able to witness and not able to see that so we have to tell our own self you know uh, when it says kind of like enlightenment or practice of refuge we should not miss uh, uh, the seeing, the potential of our own mind, and not caught into the blind spot that you know somehow devotion is something that you surrendering. That's the kind of like a surrendering or whatever that behavior, that kind of like expression, is a secondary. You know, fundamentally, we need to see state of a devotion when you feel. You have to also trying to, trying to look and trying to see the nature of that mind itself. Is the absence of a distraction, 
is the absence of a certain level of a grasping, is the absence of affliction, uh, is the absence of a fear, is absence of a doubt. Uh, it have so many. You are able to witness. <laughs> how you say? <laughs> Uh, these days, when you buy things, and the behind there's a, this whole listing, their di dietary, they write down, you know what you call this food, and behind the, in anything you buy from store, then they have this whole ingredients. <laughs> so, uh, not you know, you, you you look at in the ingredient how many calorie, how many uh, protein, how many sugar, <laughs> everything have a sugar these day. <laughs> So, so I think don't miss the ingredient of the devotion and don't get distracted with the colorful whatever manifesting when you're experiencing the devotion. <laughs> so ingredient, you know, absence of, you know, appreciating the nature of the state of the mind itself. And that's the way to seeing and finding the potential of the mind. You know, so... Uh, so uh, anyway, the key point over here, when we say enlightenment, what is the enlightenment? What is the liberation? We need to, enlightenment and the liberation is a title or label of a outcome of the potential of our own mind. You know, not only somebody's mind. There's a you know we all have a, that right, and uh, uh, you know so that's. Uh, uh, I'm not saying right as a political sense, it's right as a existence, right as our own existence. Okay. Um, so, so, uh, so main thing is that I think uh, sometime without kind of acknowledging in our own daily practice the potential of our mind. Then, when we are kind of engaging into the many different practice, uh, you know, sometimes I think there can be some gap, some gap. So, therefore, it is a very important in a spiritual journey, and this spiritual journey is a journey of a practice of a mind. You know, some way to way to kind of like a. Uh, not just mind to turn into positive. That's also good, but mind turn into the positive, based on a, based on a. Kind of smelling the potential of the mind. You know that's I think, and then, if we if we orient it in this journey this way, even we do a short meditation. You know, short meditation is like. Uh, You know, uh, basically, uh, just kind of like s acknowledging and seeing the potential of the mind. So, so there is a, uh, there is a basically. Uh, once we orient it, once we connecting from the kind of like a constantly trying to see from the potential of the mind, then I think they will be naturally. Self-trust 
if you don't trust into the nature and only trust into the method, not kind of ex kind of kind of looking into the building self trust into the nature of existence, then method you trust too much, then I think there is something misunderstanding. Even in worst case, trust in the method may disappoint because the foundation for that you have to trust into the nature, the nature of the mind itself. You know, sometime in the prayer, it says, you know, due to the power of the truth of the nature of reality. <laughs> Not so much blessings of the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. It says, then, then the second verse, maybe this is something. Uh, and the truth of the accumulation of the wisdom merit and the virtue merit. Yeah, these are really powerful. You know, when, once we're trying to sing in the blessing from the some kind of inherent existence, enlightened being, you know, it's kind of like a trouble. So, in the same way, in another side of the coin, for our own self, uh, cultivating trust and uh, faith into the potential of our own nature of mind existence. And then based on that, then engaging and practicing the, all the method and the guidelines to way to transform it. You know, so, so these two are one of the what basically self-trust is a very important. And particularly in a spiritual journey, and that self-trust is the trust into the potential of the mind, not kind of egotistical kind of, uh, is not, not that kind of a way of saying self-trust, okay? <clears throat> so, so basically here, um, So maybe for us, only the option to get a taste of enlightenment. <laughs> you know, sometimes you go in a, in, a, in a restaurant, sometimes shopping malls, and the people waiting and give to give you a small thing to taste. <laughs> also in the stores, you know, they, they're trying to make a new product and they're trying to give you some taste. Uh, so I think I think you know yes these are you know, part of the, our human behavior and uh, also is important for us uh, uh, a taste of enlightenment only can come through state of mind putting in a, some kind of a position and that's of course only in the meditation environment so when you go retreat. Uh, and uh, you know, one of the retreat, you know, I think the retreat is a very, I think, the important retreat is very important uh, if you can do retreat outside, not in in the cave or in in your some corner place. I think, uh, of course, it depends where you are. You know, like if you are in in a, in a very cold place, maybe retreat outside may be challenge, but. Uh, if you have like something like 
you know, your busy life and then um, some kind of weekend retreat. You know. And uh, don't need too many preparation. Just trying to pin down the schedule, your date, and uh, uh, what should I take, what should I read. What? No, you just need to prepare your Only take your mind. <laughs> Just the mind, just only mind and the rest of the thing, you don't need it. Make sure mind will be there, <laughs> uh, wherever you're going to do retreat. So only we need the mind. And during the retreat, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I? There's a list of things you can know in the retreat. You know, when you're doing this kind of in a busy life, when I'm saying like, you know, the world that we are living, busy life, and you want to do retreat, then only, you know, do I need to recite too many? Maybe just recite two or three verse, and then most of the time trying to uh, see the mind and trying to just non-react and trying to cultivate compassion when it goes crazy, cal- compassion when it becomes kind of subdued rejoice and just basically not busy retreat uh, uh, busy re- you know sometimes I, I I can see some of students they want to retreat and I, I see the retreat is already busy <laughs> so you have already conventional busy and you go to spiritual busy and you know, too busy, maybe it's not good. So anyway, so fundamentally what I'm trying to say is, uh, you know, maybe if you're going to do a retreat, maybe like a three session or two session, you're just trying to just stay with your mind. And maybe one session, maybe to reciting some inspiration, prayer and dedication. And so fundamentally, you can rejuvenate your own strength, inner strength, and then, um, you know, so uh, you know, so so really, uh, my key point over here, the word enlightenment we pass through a lot, and make sure that word enlightenment we kind of connect through the trust into our own nature of our mind and the potential. Okay, so that's a fundamental, and uh, and. Uh, You know, sometimes when we have a bad day, yes, we, we won't able to see the potential of the mind. And that's not because of the reason that by nature, the existence doesn't have the potential. Does not mean that's the, you know, just we're having a bad day. Sometimes we might have a bad week. Sometimes we might have a bad month. That's all. It's just bad month. It's a difficult month. Uh, we wake up from the different wrong side of the karma, <laughs> wrong side of the bad. <laughs> we wake up from the wrong side of the karma, and that's it. So, it is not the nature of the mind itself, you know. So sometimes, you know, just you know the condition, we kind of create you know caught into this kind of wrong side of the condition of the karma. We can have a blockage. And I think during this kind of period of time, not trying to fight with the, that blockage, but not trying to believing into the, that blockage, and just kind of go through, just go through. I'm, I'll pass through. Maybe this mantra is much more important. Sometimes we go to believing into that 
that blockage. And then, then I think it becomes more serious. So I think most important, not trying to, con not they're just trying to go through. You know, sometimes when you're flying, sometimes airplane, they're caught into the turbulence, then pilots say, okay, we'll go through. <laughs> That's, it will pass through after, after 10 minutes, and only you can hear the engine slowing down. <laughs> I think this is important. When you cut and wake up through the wrong side of the karma, and then you cut into this kind of blockage, and then one thing is slowing down, you know, slowing down little bit kind of like non-reacting. I mean, like, it's basically, you kind of like acknowledge and pass through or go through, okay? And one thing is important is not believing as a, that as a who I am, and that blockage is not going to define who I am. That blockage is a temporarily, which is there. So these kind of things is, a, is a basically a spiritual journey or dharma practice is uh, nothing different than learning our own mind. Trying to, it's just Dharma is basically, it's a method to learning our own mind and building friendship and, uh, you know, you know, how much I know my mind, <laughs> you know, like, this is a good question, how much I know my mind. I know only a few things. That doesn't look good. <laughs> you know, so I think Dharma practice is a practice of knowing the nature of a mind itself, my own, you know, not only the good story uh, or not only the bad story, both. You know? So, uh, so, so enlightenment. So here, the enlightenment. You know, like a, philosophically, when we say enlightenment is a state of a freedom from cognitive obscurations and affliction obscurations. Uh, enlightenment, you know, um, and uh, uh, liberation. Philosophically, when you say liberation, it's just kind of like a uh, liberated from only. A afflicted obscuration, you know, for so basically, the why enlightenment becomes kind of free from cognitive obscuration is basically due to the power of the compassion, due to the power of the loving kindness, due to the power of the bodhicitta, the wisdom able to go more further. Liberation, liberation, it doesn't have that kind of the power of the bodhicitta, the power of the loving-kindness. It have a much more towards to the kind of like a very genuine and profound uh, self-renunciation or maybe much more loving-kindness. Loving-kindness loving towards to yourself. Uh, anyway, but the 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 wisdom how far it can take individual depends the foundation of the wisdom which is a uh, either bodhicitta or renunciation you know so therefore Lama Tsongkhapa has these three principles of the path you know basically there's a three principle of the path one is the wisdom one is the bodhicitta one is renunciation so the the way to picture the wisdom able to make the progress it depends. Uh, 
the foundation, either renunciation or the bodhicitta. You know, these two makes the uh, wisdom progress much more stronger. Okay. Okay, so Pende Jun is Obisangino, Tamju, Dubli Jun de Tian, T. Lalinchala, Ralebe, Gasenam de Lalincha. So, therefore, I think uh, as a common sense, as an understanding and a knowing is very important. Uh, just close eye and just meditate. As a, uh, I think, I think it is a common sense, you know this complex mind to understand. So Buddha Dharma is the explanations of this complex mind, potential of it, challenge of it. So understanding, obviously, is a common sense. A study and understanding, as I think, is very important. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> and... Uh, uh, Okay, Pentejunio, Zobe Sangino, Tamju Dulichuni, Tian, T. Lalisha, Ralebi, Gasenam Gilani, Shepherd Charles. Okay, this, I think we'll just finish one verse. <laughs> okay, I'll stop here today. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, so, your homework <laughs> from Monday until next Sunday, I want you to challenge yourself to see the potential of a mind. New commitment. <laughs> just trying to, you know, just try, just see, because sometimes we just go with our own practice as a, as a part of doing. And, you know, let's, let's have a one new verse and a new sound, inner voice, constantly telling us there's a potential, um, a capability, potential. I think this voice. Uh. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Maitripa College Podcast. This podcast was produced by Alfredo Pinheiro, Tiffany Blumenthal, Andrew Hughes, Kate McDonald, and me, your host, Namdrol Miranda Adams. <laughs>